0: Good day, good day, good day, or good evening. Happy Monday. This is Jasmine Elizabeth with the jazz jewel of the week. We are starting off the week of July twentieth of twenty twenty We're in the midst of the summer these ninety degree days. it's hot, it's humid. We're still in the midst of Covid, but we have a little bit of freedom. I hope you guys are wearing your mask, regardless of if you think they're helpful or not. Um, They've been mandated all through the state of Colorado. And in hopes to try to get past and get over this, let's do our part. Let's respect our neighbors. Let's respect those around us who may be um, in high, um, what is it? High, high. Chances of catching it, high chances of contracting it and not bouncing back. So we pray for everyone who's had a COVID experience, for every person who's been sick, who's been impacted, who's lost a family member. Our prayers and our thoughts are definitely with you. We know just like with everything, God will definitely bring us through to the other side. And it will be so beautiful. Um, Again, I am Jasmine Elizabeth. I'd like to thank you so much for joining me again for the Jazz Jewels of the Week. Um, Lately, we have been discussing money and finances and emotions, and I plan to probably keep us on this subject for the next two to three weeks because there is just so much that we can cover. Um, But before we get started, I just want you guys to know that you have made my heart so happy and so full. Um, When I set out to start doing the Jazz Jewels on podcast in March, I said I wanted to have 500 streams within 90 days. And it took 97 days. But We hit 515 streams in 97 days. So thank you guys so much. Thank you for listening. Thank you for um, reviewing. Thank you for commenting. Thank you for your text messages. Thank you for all that you guys continue to do for me and support of me every week. And what is so cool is I don't um, market this. I don't promote it. I might share it on Facebook once a week or twice a week or throughout the week. And, I, and you guys still check in every week. And so it's so organic and it's so natural and it's just so fulfilling to my soul. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And so the cool thing is, is that I can actually see where people are listening. And so I just wanted to take time to shout out like all the different cities and places that people listen. So thank you for checking in from Denver, Colorado, from Aurora, um, from Washington, Virginia, Centennial, Colorado, Lakeland, Florida, Albany, New York, Colorado Springs, Los Angeles, California, Charlotte, North Carolina, Columbus, Ohio, Walcott, Connecticut, Salt Lake City, Utah, Midland, Texas, Springfield, Massachusetts, La Vista, Nebraska, Salt Lake City, Utah, Westminster, Colorado, West Albany, New York. Boston, Massachusetts, and Brighton, Colorado. So that's the north, the east, the south, the west, all across the country. You guys are tuning in with me every week. And I am so, 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 so grateful. Thank you beyond words. And so all I ask is that you keep tuning in, that you keep taking these jewels and applying them to your life. And I also ask that you would just share an episode, share a thought, share share, share, share with your friends so that we can continue to be searchable on iTunes and Stitcher and Spotify so that other people can hear these jewels. And again, if they are blessing you, please um, subscribe, please leave a review, shoot a text message, shoot an email, whichever you prefer. Um, It's definitely appreciated. But when I saw that, I'm like, whoa, that's, 20 different locations across the state, and i you just never know. Um, I posted earlier this week to use your voice because you just never know who's listening. You just never know who you're going to impact. You just never know who you're going to touch. Shout out to all of my volunteers who helped over this past weekend with Thanksgiving in July. Um, It's our large barbecue that we do for people without homes. Um, Due to COVID, it looked way different, but we were still able to bless um, 750 people without homes with um, backpacks, resources, and meals. So we appreciate the Urban Leadership Foundation, all of my volunteers, my team that shows up every year faithfully, Um, Bizzle aka Ashley Michelleyn, Keisha, Steph Who was behind the scenes helping And all my girls who come every year If I missed you on the every year thing I do apologize, but just know I appreciate you So this week I wanted to talk To you guys, give you a brief overview um, About life insurance I know there's been so much going on um, So many changes So it's And we're at an age where Um, these conversations are becoming more and more necessary when you're thinking about planning for your family, when you're thinking about planning for yourself, making large purchases and things of that nature. And I know in our community, we don't really know the differences between whole life or term life. And I know... um, We want to make sure that we're making the right decisions and things that are for us. So I'm going to give you a basic overview for that. But before I do, of course, I'm going to give you the random facts and the black facts of the week. Um, So in lines with money, um, I just wanted to know if you guys knew that it wasn't until the 1960s that the U.S. granted women the right to have their own personal banking accounts. So we as women, we've only been able to bank on our own, have our own personal accounts, maintain our finances for the last 60 years. And what's so crazy is in within the last 60 years, um, we now have 78% of the purchasing power. So we've only had um, the right to our own personal banking accounts, our own independence and ability to manage our money on our own for 60 years. And over that time, we've then positioned ourselves to have the most purchasing power, the most investments, um, the most annuities, and the longest strategic plan. So women are smart. We are the shit. We know what we're doing. And we should actually be trusted to (laughs) to make some changes with our economy. We definitely need more women involved in um, our economy, in the Federal Reserves, in the Mint, um, just making changes around legislation and how we spend our money. So I'm planting a seed for someone to think about considering running in that council, running in that direction to help us systematically change the way that we do money in America. Um, So as you guys know, or maybe you didn't know, um, that the first millionaire, the first self-made millionaire in the United States was Madam C.J. Walker, um, born Sarah Breedlove. She became the first self-made millionaire in 1919. As you all know, she was born to slaves. She was an orphan, but she then later um, created her hair care line, her hair product line, Uh, Madam C.J. Walker Manufacturers, where she sold hair care and products and became the first millionaire, first self-made millionaire. And what's so crazy is when she was a millionaire, there wasn't even anywhere she could store her money. She couldn't even open a bank account. Think about that. So life insurance, this is what we're talking about. So I'm just going to do a very basic difference between whole life and term life. Um so there are three different types of life insurances. There's whole life, there's term life, and there's universal. And universal is basically just a good flex of whole life um mixed with stock stock options. So the difference is um a lot of times you'll hear that people have whole life insurance and they're able to borrow money against their um, life insurance policies. That is one of the key benefits of whole life insurance is that um, you can purchase whole life insurance. You can purchase a policy for a million, two million, whatever you see fit. And after a period of time, usually about five years or so, you can then begin to borrow against your life insurance. So you can begin to withdraw money from your life insurance. So if you have a $2 million policy, you can borrow up to that, um, but you have to pay it back and it takes away from your policy value. But let me slow down. Let me slow down. Okay. So life insurance can be a very flexible and powerful financial tool that can meet different objectives for you. So when you're thinking about life insurance, you want to understand what is the purpose. Like what exactly are you buying insurance for? So you have term life insurance, which is one of the main policies that I sell. Um, term life insurance is a shorter a shorter pay period. Um, your payments are usually smaller before 50 um, and you can buy them in terms, so 5, 10, 15, or 30-year terms. It's the easiest and the most affordable life insurance, and you usually get it when you're young because it is the most <clears throat> affordable and the easiest um, life insurance you can get. Um, based on the company that you have it with, your term insurance can be converted into a whole life insurance policy. So with term A term life insurance, basically what that means is that you were covered during the life of that term of that policy. So if you were to get a life insurance policy for 30 years or 35 years, that means that you are covered um, if you were to die in those 30 years. So let's say you're 30, you buy a 35 year policy. If you were to die before you were 65, your life insurance will pay out based on the conditions of your life insurance policy. So term life pays benefits only if you die while the term of the policy is in effect. You can buy it in terms of 5, 10, 15, or 30 years. After 50, it becomes more expensive because it looks at your health and your life conditions. So let's say you're 30 now and you get a 30-year term life policy Well, you're going to have to renew that policy at the age of 60 if you're still alive. And at the age of 60, your rate will be a little bit higher because it's now going based off of your age at 60 and your health conditions at 60. Um, But you can use this as a temporary coverage as well in the event that you want to convert to whole life. Now, a lot of people... um, Don't know a lot about whole life. I have a whole life policy and I have a term life policy. Um, I have a whole life policy because um, I want to, one, build up cash value and I want to be able to um, make some like do some borrowing against one of my policies in the future. Like I have a two point four million dollar whole life insurance policy that I'm pretty sure by the time I'm 50, I'm going to start making some withdrawals from that policy. Um, Because by the time I'm 50, I would have paid a decent amount of money into my policy to where that I have cash value in my policy that I can now um, withdraw without penalty. So a whole life insurance policy It provides death benefits as well as a cash value accumulation that builds during your life policy. And you usually have to have a health, um, a medical exam to qualify. They want to make sure you don't have any um, pre-existing conditions, um, no type of cancers or anything of that nature. Because again, it really is like an investment into you, into your being. Um so if you wanted to purchase it without a medical exam it's a lot more expensive. Um like I said if you're in your 20s or your 30s this would be a good time to purchase a whole life um because it takes about 12 to 15 years to actually build up a decent cash value and what happens is is your monthly payment for whole life insurance is more expensive uh, because a part of your payment is actually going towards building up your cash value um and so this is also good when you want to consider estate planning um planning for your future, planning for your kids and how you want to take that cash value from your policy and invest it or do something different. And like I said with the whole life you can definitely borrow. Um it goes against the value and anything that you don't pay back, it it gets deducted from your value. Depending on what type of policy you have, it can impact the status of your health, um, of your life insurance policy if you don't pay the premiums. So, that's something that you definitely want to consider. But when thinking about life insurance, some of the things that you want to consider are your current age, the current state of your health, the financial needs of your family. Is this something that you want to use as a tool to create wealth for your family while you're alive, as well as when you pass away? Do you really, I mean, we never know. Nothing is ever expected. So, of course, we don't expect to die within the next 10 years or 15 years. But being realistic, how long do you see yourself being around? Can you afford to do a 30-year policy and maybe build up some things? Or do you want to do something a little bit quicker? Um, You want to consider the plans for your funeral and your death expenses. You want to consider the age of your children, if you have them. Um, You want to consider your current mortgage and debts. Where do you want to retire and the plan you have in place? Your future needs, such as your family. Are you going to have more children? Are you going to go back to school? Are your children going to go to college? Do you need an additional retirement plan? I know a lot of people have IRAs with their companies, but do you have a savings plan outside of your job in the event that you lose your job? Um, Do you have a will? Do you intend to set up a will? Um, Will you donate your life insurance proceeds to a charity? Like I have a charity written in one of my wills that a part of my life insurance proceeds will go to a charity and that's something we can talk about a little bit further um how do you feel about with a term policy knowing that you're paying into insurance policy and if you live those 30 years it's money that you paid basically for nothing you invested into a 30-year term policy you stayed alive and you weren't able to borrow any cash money um, against that policy, is that something that you're willing to invest in? So hypothetically, if you're 35 years old, you have young children, uh, and are your, you're the primary income earner in your household, you may want to consider buying a term life policy that will cover your family's financial obligations. So for instance, let's say that your household, you make... Um, 150000 for the year. Um, You may want to consider starting off with a basic term life policy that will cover you for the next 35 years, that in the event that something to happen to you, your children would be covered. A policy like that, 150000 would run you, I kid you not, like $12 to $20 a month. Less than what you pay to get your nails done, less than what you pay for an eighth, less than what you pay for a bottle of wine, but something that will create sustainability and um, a covering for your child. So we'll continue this conversation next week. We'll continue to look into whole life policies. We'll continue to look into different investments. However, the spirit leads to talk about money is what we will be doing next week. I'd like to thank you so much for joining me again. This is Jasmine Elizabeth with the Jazz Jewel of the Week. Please feel free to tweet, inbox message, or text me with any questions, comments, or thoughts you may have. Talk to you soon.